Today's New Testament reading is from Acts, the fifteenth chapter. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter, and after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, "Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe, and God, who knows the heart." Bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as He did to us, and He made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. And all the assembly fell silent, and they listened to Barnabas and Paul as they related what signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they finished speaking, James replied, "Brothers, listen to me. Simeon has related how God first visited the Gentiles to take from them a people for His name, and with this the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written. After this, I will rebuild." The tent of David that has fallen, I will rebuild its ruins and I will restore it, that the remnant of mankind may seek the Lord and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who makes these things known from of old. Therefore, my judgment is that we should not trouble those of the Gentiles who turn to God, but should write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols and from sexual immorality. And from what has been strangled, and from blood, for from ancient generations Moses has had in every city those who proclaim him, for he is read every Sabbath in the synagogues. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus, Amen. The gospel went as Jesus predicted from Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria, and then to all the ends of the earth. Peter, and especially Paul, were well beyond the bounds of Judaism, and were preaching the gospel of Christ, speaking of the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus for the forgiveness of all of the world. And there was many among both the God-fearers and even the plain old pagans, the Gentiles, who were hearing the voice of the gospel, and were believing. Trusting in Christ, and they were accepted and welcomed into the church and into the family of God, rejoicing in the fullness of salvation. But this caused quite a problem. In fact, this problem was one of the defining problems of the New Testament. How could it be that people who weren't Jewish, who had no blood from Abraham, who didn't have God's gift of circumcision and knew nothing about the sacrifices and the institutions of the Temple of Jerusalem, how could these people be welcomed into the people of God? How could they become the beloved, saved of the Lord, without even being Jewish? So there were those who went around saying that you had to first be Jewish, you had to first be circumcised, you had to first commit yourself to the laws given to Moses before you could receive the grace given through Christ. This caused such a crisis that the church gathered together for a council. Really, it is the first council of the church in Acts chapter 15. They heard from Peter. They heard from Paul and from Barnabas, and they decided that, in fact, it was right 
and good that the Gentiles would be part of the church apart from God's commands of circumcision, apart from any requirements of blood and nationality, that the Lord would make people holy, as Jesus taught, through faith, through his kindness, through his mercy, through the blood of Jesus. God, this is Acts chapter 15, verse 8, God, which knoweth the hearts, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us, and put no difference between us, that is the Jewish Christians, and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Dear friends, it is our joy and our peace to recognize that the Holy Spirit saw to it that this first council would confess the most important article of faith, and that is that we are justified, made holy, declared righteous, not by our works, but by faith in the promise. When we believe and trust that the death of Jesus won for us the forgiveness of sins, we have the forgiveness that we believe in, that the Lord is pleased to justify us, that is, to declare us holy, to impute to us the righteousness of God, the perfect obedience of Christ, not through our works or our efforts, not through circumcision or obedience to the various different laws, but rather through his gift of faith. Trust in the promise which is brought to us in the word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel, says St. Paul, because it is the power of God for all who believe, first for the Jew, and then for the Greek. For in it, the power of God is revealed from faith to faith. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. The grace of God is revealed not from works, but from faith to faith. From the very beginning, then, the church is established on this truth and on this wonderful preaching that apart from works, Christ justifies the ungodly. Apart from our activities, the Lord declares us holy. And apart from our sin, the Lord looks at us and delights in us and applies the death and resurrection of Jesus to us, and calls us, even though we were born far off and not part of the people of God, he calls us to be his family and his friends, his Christians, even as he calls himself our Savior. So we rejoice with the wisdom that the Holy Spirit gave to this council in Acts chapter 15, and rejoice that that wisdom still has its way in the church today that the righteous are those not who work and do and strive to accomplish an external act of righteousness, but the righteous are those who believe and are declared holy by God. Amen.